Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast on the Shooters Roll. Today we've got special guests, Obi Shea in the house from Valley Fair Sixers. And on my side, I have my man, my main man, Lloyd. How are you guys? What's up, You good to go? Good to go, man. So, so I'll, I'll leave it to you, Lloyd, because you have a special relationship with our guests. Um, by the way, I wouldn't man, say special. <laughs> he's a special. He's a he's a special guy. Let's let's put it that way. He's a special guy. He's a good guy. Good guy that I coached. It was it was fun. So, but uh, thanks Obes for being on as well, bro. It's, uh, no, no worries. It. How was college overall? How was the experience? Um, my college experience was super up and down. I think my first two years, um, I got a taste of like. Um, the, that that change in level in, in the level of basketball and the, that level of professionalism and um, that whole side of things, but um, I, I didn't get that social experience that um, that you hear about a lot in going to college. Um, so that was my first two years, and then my second two years is probably the exact opposite. Um, wasn't a, as high of a level um, experience basketball wise, but I had the the whole social aspect. Um, down which was yeah it was awesome that's probably the best two years of my life that i had well had most fun two years of my life anyway so yeah that's cool like you went to metro state in denver um denver is super cold when it's in winter it is um how's how was the change between florida and denver oh i mean when you talk about denver and metro state it's we're 6 a.m practice five days out of the week, 6 a.m. start. So that's like a 4.45 a.m. wake up um, out, out into the snow to get in the cold van to drive to practice. So um, there's that whole side of it. It's like, you know, minus 10 degrees and stuff. Like, So, yeah, that's the grind. And then you, and then Florida was complete opposite, man. Like just yeah, afternoon practices and, and we had a beach on campus. Like there's no real winter in Florida. Swim all year round. Um, Obi, yeah. Obi, was was that a man-made beach? Was that? It it was, yeah. But it's um, the whole school's just essentially surrounded by water, and the and then the real beach, that's like the natural beach, I guess, is like three minutes drive down the road. So, yeah, I mean, you can't complain. <laughs> so, how do you pronounce it? Was it Eckard or Eckerd? Eckard. 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 Right. Yeah. So you, you transferred Metro State to Denver, like uh, to Eckard, sorry. Yeah. What's the barriers? Like, you know, when you transfer, how hard is it to transfer? And what's the like situation living wise? Um, I mean, there's there's hoops you got to jump through in terms of um, releases and stuff from your school. But um, mine was pretty mine was pretty cruisy. I went on a couple of different visits and I was just after um, a good social experience, I guess, just cause I hated that side of things in Denver. So went on a few visits and loved the school and yeah, it was actually pretty easy for me. And then, um, having already visited and stuff would made the transition pretty easy, um, pretty easy. Um, a few things you got to do academically and stuff to, but depending on what school you're coming from and going to, um, but yeah, overall it wasn't too bad. Um, and yeah, it turned out I was sort of landing on my feet there, I guess. Um, that yeah. I mean, we saw all the highlights from um, YouTube for you at, at, when you were at um, Eckerd. 
Unreal. That's a, that's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you get some good highlights on YouTube. You throw that out there. Yeah. Um, okay. Basically, a platform as well for college kids. Um, what's like dorm situation like when you're living away from Australia? Um, yeah, obviously a lot of it's dependent on um, what college you go to, and I'd urge guys to ask, like, in the recruiting process, like, ask a million questions about every detail of um, that particular school because it's like at the end of the day, it's so important, man. Like, you like as an eighteen-year-old or whatever, you go on to the other side of the world, you're no family, no friends around you, so that having that comfortability of knowing what situation you're walking into, whether it be, okay, I'm going to be sharing a room with another person or am I going to have my own room? Am I going to have an apartment? Am I going to have a kitchen to cook the food I want to eat? Like all that sort of stuff. Like that becomes important when you're on the other side of the world with no, with no family around. So for me personally, I always had like a, a single, like my own room, my own spot um, and had facilities to cook and stuff. So that made life heaps easier because you know, going over there, I hated, I hated American food and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, again, just like I would urge kids in that recruiting process, just to ask questions and yeah. And if you're not able to go on visits, yeah, just get it, see if you can get a full picture of what you're walking into before you jump off the plane and, um, you're in a different world. <laughs> yeah. Did you get yes. that advice, Obi? Did you get that advice from someone or was that something that uh, you, you thought of before you went to the, I guess the recruitment process? No, like I didn't, well, that's the thing. I, um, I didn't ask those questions, so I didn't really know what to expect um, the first time round in when I got to Metro. So that was that shock element. Um, and a few of the freshmen that came in with me, like uh, I went over there with Harrison Goodrick. I don't know if he plays anymore, but he was a Norse kid. Um, so we both went in together as freshmen and like he just, he hated it. Like, he, well, I mean, we both didn't really like it especially at first, but he ended up transferring after his freshman year because it was just like such a shock for him. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, if he had asked more questions, if we both had asked more questions and got a better idea of what we're going into, um, mm. you know, potentially you don't go to that school um, or, you know, you just have a better idea of, of what's happening and, <laughs> and what to expect, I guess. Yeah, so this is like lessons learned. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, look. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that, that's uh, a big thing for like guys from going on visits. Visits are a big thing. I mean, um, yeah. if you can do it. Did you get a visit? Um, not, to Metro, not to Metro, but to, my, to the school I transferred to. I went on a, a few different visits and stuff. So, yeah, that, that's a game changer. Yeah. I'm just going to hop on to like, your senior career. So we'll go senior. Uh, basically, Europe. Um, how was it playing over in Europe? What's like the fans like? What what's everything like when you travel? Things like that. Yeah, um, Europe's yeah, whole different whole different thing again. Like um, obviously, depending on what level you go to, um, some of the lower leagues over there, you get much more professionalism in playing at a you know a mid major college in the states. Um, uh, but yeah, like yeah, again, just really depends on the club and and everything. But in my experience. Um, there's a lot of long bus rides in the cold, especially in Germany and, and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, look, you get to play basketball for money. So, at the end of the day, that kind of trumps everything. Um, if you can get through um, all the other stuff, like the culture, the culture differences and stuff like that, and just learn to sort of embrace it and 
embrace the fact that you're on the other side of the world to do something that you like doing is yeah and it's the whole experience of it so if you can manage to do that it's you know you have fun yeah see like i remember when like when you're under 18s we had a uh, we had some troubles with your uh jump shot not gonna lie i'll put it out there um but now yeah. now watching watching everything that you do now in, in terms of like europe um, did they focus on your jumper and things like that, or did they they really highlight shooting a three as a perimeter guy as a big? Um, well, I mean, yeah, like you know, like the, the the game of basketball is changing, and it's the same everywhere. Like, in five players on the court need to be able to shoot now. That's just that's just how it is. Like, um, but I felt like I felt like I started to gain a bit of confidence in my jumper, like um, towards my junior senior year in college. Um, started shooting it more in my senior year, and then obviously going over did going over to Germany and Spain. Um, but yeah, like you know, the, the more skills you can add to um, your repertoire, it's like the more money you get paid <laughs> essentially as a pro. Like if you can be, you know, if you can play like a guard as a big, then you're gonna get more money, and yeah, you're gonna be a better pro. Like at the end of the day, so um, it's just about it's just about putting the hours into to hone on the honing on those skills and and get it done but you know that's coming from a guy that yeah never was naturally like a shooter or whatever and I still have heaps of work to do um so it's just a constant work in progress I think yeah like you see in the uh YouTube stuff you you shoot the ball at a better clip uh, when you're at Logan you had one game 37 points a bucket load of rebounds and you shot at 80 percent for that game did I? That's pretty so, good. <laughs> nah, I'm letting you know, man. <laughs> done some, done some, done some deep diving, and uh, yeah. I mean, I actually watched that game earlier. Did you? Um, yeah. That's a throwback. Nah, it's a good game. It was a good game, actually. It was good to see. It. Like, but that's what I said. Like, I'm proud of you to see you succeed. So, good guy. Yeah, it, bro. Yeah, I'm just waiting on my uh, Adelaide 36ers hat. Um, feeling the love. Yeah. Feeling the love in the room. <laughs> hey. No, yeah, I, I was a good I guy. Did, so. I actually did get a hat for you. It was in the boot of my car, and I don't think it's there anymore. So I'd ask to chase it up and see what happened to that. <laughs> likely yeah, story, someone, likely someone story. Yeah, someone got rid of that. That's a bit yeah, of background, Trung. Right. I walked in with a Sydney Kings hat. I return look at guys. Don't wear that hat again. <laughs> I mean, Adelaide one, I'll wear it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool yeah, it's, coming. it's coming, man. It's coming. I'll post one up to you when I get back down there. Nah, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, um, just now, you know, when we roll over to like Adelaide and things like that, um, like I said, like it, it's good you're back home, you're here in Australia at least. Um, how's Adelaide? So in terms of like moving, sort of being in Australia but being away from home. So directly um, with like family. Yeah, look, I loved Adelaide as a city. Um, and I felt, you know, like the transition is you begin to get used to that after being, you know, two different colleges, played two seasons professionally, jumped around all over the place. So um, coming back home wherever wherever it was was going to be much easier than, you know, packing all your stuff into two suitcases and going to the other side of the world. So, um, yeah, I, fa I found that pretty cruisy. And I just, yeah, I loved, I loved my season there and just being able to be um, back in Australia and just back amongst your own culture and stuff. And, yeah, while you enjoy your experiences overseas and stuff, there's nothing, there's no place like home, obviously. 
so yeah, I love that whole aspect of it. Just being able to be here for summer and um, all that sort of stuff is yeah, yeah, super good. Yeah, it's it's super good to see you back here. Anyway, maybe it, it's uh, the Adelaide thing. Just quickly, I've got one from someone. Uh, you know, Ben Knight. Uh, yeah, he asked me to that. ask you, what is a thirty-sixer? Thirty-sixer. <laughs> It's the we got bits on this too. We got bits on this, Obi. So, so let's 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 just see if you know the answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the. Uh, was it the Independence Day for South Australia or something? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Lloyd, uh, are you asking me or are you telling me? <laughs> Bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, I mean, we're, we're trying to work out what it is. What's that? Uh, we're we're trying to work out what it is. Um, I'm pretty. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's a significant date, um, 1836 or whatever it is. It's a significant date in South Australian history. Yeah, that's cool. Like it's um that that was just like a, a bit of a pot shot sort of thing for for Adelaide as well. Yeah, tell Nadi um, I nailed the question though. Yeah, is it? No, mate, he nailed me on Monday. He um, <laughs> yeah, a bit a bit of a chat about what was I was found it. I found the answer, guys. What is it? Don't, yeah, what is it? Uh, yeah, Adelaide was founded in 1836. There we go. Founded in 1836. There we go. Yeah. There right. Go. I'll have to work on the uh, Vanessa next week with working out what the lightning is for Adelaide. How's <laughs> yeah, it, how, was it, how was the weather in Adelaide? It was good? Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, winter's a bit colder than Sydney, but the sun was good. Like, the beaches there are beautiful. Like, I think... I never really realized like that how nice that how nice the beaches and stuff are down there. Like you drive like forty minutes outside the city, especially, and it's like some of the nicest beaches I've been to. So it was sick. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a more yeah. I saw some of the uh, Not I saw some of your Insta posts on the beaches. So um, yeah. that, that's that's, that's one big thing. I mean, people yeah, that are watching, what's your yeah. what's your handle on Insta? What's your handle? Uh, just my name, no space. No punctuation. Yeah, yeah we'll share it out there too. We'll, we'll share it. We'll share it on our. We'll share it out there. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you'll miss out on those uh, beach photos. They're actually really nice out there. Yeah, there. No, it's nice. Yeah, you don't get beaches like that in Germany, that's for sure. Hey, um, so we talk about like um, moving to Adelaide. You had uh, Joey um, recruit you and things like that. And it, he spoke highly of you. Um, Basically, when, when you dropped in Adelaide, he said, you know, you athletic big man, play the D, you block shots around the rim, and you can keep up with their pace. Um, basically, how was practice when you when we talk about his style and things like that? So practice, travel, and recovery. How, um, how, how did you find that? I mean... I think as a young guy, playing for Joey is awesome. Like, as a young guy, you just want to play. Like, especially, um, you know, if you're a guy that doesn't, you know, you, like I played whatever it was, 15, 16 minutes. Um, so, like, when it comes to practice, I'm like, dude, I just want to play. Like, I don't get to play 30 minutes in the game. And that's what we did a whole bunch of. But, you know, if you're an older guy towards the end of your career or even, you know what I mean, like just, um, and, you know, in your 30s or whatever, like it's, you know, late 20s, early 30s, you you want to tone it down a little bit and you're playing 30 minutes. It's like, oh, can we just do a few walkthroughs and get some shots up? But, um, yeah, it just depends on on what you like. But, yeah, it was a lot of up-tempo stuff, a lot of competing, 
um, practice-wise. So, you know, personally, I enjoyed it. And I, I actually liked Joey a lot as a co- having him as a coach. Um, you know, gave me an opportunity and stuff. So I've got nothing but praise for the guy, to be honest. Um, and then travel, um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's gets busy, gets hectic sometimes, gets draining, you know, like, like you sometimes you'd be on the road for, you know, four days or whatever. And it's, you feel like you're never home kind of thing, but it's, it's all part of it. Um, you also get the benefits of, um, you know, traveling around to different cities and stuff, get it, you know, go out, hit the town, um, if you've got a Saturday night game or whatever. And yeah, you know, you, that's fun too. So, um, yeah. And then recovery, recovery is actually sweet. When you play, play in a city on the beach, you just get to go to the beach for recovery. So that was dope. <laughs> that's probably not a bad way to recover. Yeah. For Next sure. day. Do you have, um, you got massage surface and stuff like that on hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At practice do. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, that's a, that's a big advantage as well as a pro. You get that that immediate recovery. So yeah, that's big. Hey, um, rookie year as a pro and a guy that's played a lot. What are we? Uh, what's what's the rookie stuff like? Uh, are we when we were in eighteens when we had rookies? Yeah. Uh, are, we, are we carrying luggage? Are we yeah. carrying luggage? Is that still a thing? Did, I, I think I was. Um, I'm pretty sure I shaved Andy's head, and maybe someone's eyebrows got shaved or something in one of the Melbourne tourneys in juniors. Do you remember that? No? Yeah, I do remember that because we had to turn yeah. up the next day and play while yeah, you guys look yeah. like imbeciles. But um, yeah, yeah, no, no, but like for the NBL, yeah. like if you're a rookie. No, are you having um, to carry luggage? Well, technically, I actually I got off good because I played professionally before that, so I wasn't technically even though it was my first year in the NBL, I wasn't actually technically a rookie because I wasn't eligible for Rookie of the Year. So um, I got off pretty good, um, but yeah, like Froles and Jack McVeigh, like because they were the closest two rock- rookies on the team, they were yeah they carried bags and do all that sort of stuff. All the DPS, yeah, they cop it. Just part of it, you know. It's that coming of age, so you just got to do it, get it done. Yeah, got, they got to learn. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So this year, first year, um, what's something that you identified as a thing for you to take in the next year? Maybe like someone you played against, or uh, something that you would take in the year two when you come back. Um, I think my biggest thing personally is just like, um. I'm, I know I'm good enough to to play and like and be a really good player in this league right now um, if I play with confidence and if I play the, the way I know I can play. So I just like I just think I need to be more consistent in that uh, every time I step on the floor, just um, to be confident in my game and just play my game and not be worried about any of the outside stuff and just yeah and just and just yeah be me and be the player that. I know I can be kind of thing. So that's that's my focus going in more of the, more of a mental side of things than anything. That's that's my priority. Um, but then also, you know, the, the you know simple skills stuff. Like obviously, I want to shoot the more shoot, shoot the ball more and better and more confidently. And um, and yeah, there's a few bits and pieces that I want to work on. But I think um, yeah, it's just it comes down to yeah, just playing playing the way I know I can play. Um, I think for me. Yeah, of course. Like we 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 all 
plan to get better, right, for the next year. So, um, did you have anyone in Adelaide? I know you had Jerome Randall. You had a couple of imports. Did anyone sort of grab you and mentor? So, things you know, if, if things were going your way, maybe someone grabbed you and said, "Hey, listen, here we go." Did someone mentor? Um, none. I don't really have like a mentor per se. I mean. You pick up stuff just talking to talking to guys that have been around for forever. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, you pick yeah, you, you definitely pick up certain things. But there was no one that I sort of consistently went to or consistently came to me to, um, yeah, for that kind of a relationship. Um, that probably would have helped me, but yeah, I don't. I mean, no, not not that I can really think of. I guess, but I think. Joe was pretty good for me and just instilling that confidence. Um, so that was, yeah, that was big for me. But, yeah, as far as players go, not really. Picked up bits and pieces here and there, but, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like, it's – I mean, your game's going to develop. I'm waiting for it. Just don't, just don't go off uh, big against the Kings if you're going to have a big one. Uh, so just go off against, uh, you know, go off against the Hawks or something. You keep wearing that king's hat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off against him. Yeah, well, you give me that Adelaide hat, man. We good. I'll wear it. I'll wear it to a game. Sounds good. Um, travel like we spoke a little bit about travel. Um, I know you guys were flying and whatever between like cities, but like to New Zealand. Um, do the big guys like you probably um Harry and DJ. Do you guys get uh, preference for exit aisles and sort of stuff like that? Do you get preference? Yeah, yeah. So I think um, what, as one of the NBL things, they give they allocate six exit rows, I'm pretty sure, to each team. So, yeah, the six tallest guys get it. That's pretty much how it goes. Sometimes we had a battle with uh, our assistant KB because he's like 6'9", six, six, too. Sometimes he'd try and jump on, like, skip the line and jump on the plane first and try and snag an exit row. But other than that, it was, yeah, pretty much like the six tallest get it kind of thing yeah it's not too bad I mean uh, yeah. based on the the next person I'm going to ask you about you probably don't fly first class um, like they would um, it is probably an overstated question it's probably one of the the highlights that the NBL's got how was it playing against Bogut how, how did you find it um, I think they got me for tripping Bogut they like find me and stuff for, for like tripping Bogut but um, apart from that, I mean, I don't know. You don't like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't really anything that I was like, whoa, I'm playing against Bogut, to be honest. Like, he's just another player on the other side of the court. So, um, you know, it was, I was, it was more of a wow factor going and playing against the Jazz, actually, and um, playing in that arena. And that, that was sort of a more surreal experience, playing in an NBA arena, arena, you know, in front of NBA fans and that sort of stuff. Um, was probably more of like a, like, yeah, reality check kind of like, oh. Yeah, that preseason game uh, against Utah was, was awesome. <laughs> but yeah. as I said, like, you get to step on an NBA floor. That's probably something we ever said to each other. You get to step on an NBA floor and play. Yeah. Crazy. That's that's that's, that's big kudos, you know. Yeah. It's, that's that's big. Yeah. Just, yeah. For sure. Um, that's big, yeah. Uh, NBL is going to Tassie shortly. Another another team for you to travel to. What are you, uh, what's your thoughts for Tasmania? Like it's it's a good for the league. 
Um, yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be hard to start with, but they'll probably um, have a good fan base. Adelaide's got a big fan base. You guys changed arenas this year and go to that new arena. Um, probably not as good as Adelaide fans when they boo you when you're not playing well. So yeah, Tasmania might be close. How, what do you think about Tasmania? It's good, good for the league. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, anytime you add another team, it's um, it's sick. Like that's that's probably the only thing the NBL lacks. Really, is um, just the fact that we're not deep as far as the number of teams, like some of the European leagues, um, where they have like eighteen teams and stuff, and it's just more fun competition. Um, but yeah, so anytime you add another team, I'm down for it. Plus, it's like more jobs for for guys, and yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be sick. Apart from having to go down to Tassie to travel. Um, it'll be cool. Okay. I mean, it's probably not as bad as travelling to um, go and play the Breakers in New Zealand. That yeah. flight, what's that flight? Five hours? Oh, it's three like hours. it's like three and change, but like three and change. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just annoying going through customs. Just anytime you got to fly international, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's probably the one thing. At least Tasmania, they don't have that. Yeah. Um, I've got one thing that I always. I've, I've had for a while. You've got, you're up there with block of the year. Then you had uh, old mate from Illawarra last year. I think, I think you, you take the, uh, the cake on that one. You reckon? Yeah, that's cool. I, I think I'll you take, take I'll take it. I'll take it. Front that's of the rim, fine. trying to dunk it, says, you say, uh, no. Yeah, I'll take and that it. Was a, that, that was a big play for that game too, because it was like two, two points of difference. Yeah. Good play, get in the other end of the score. Um, I think... I think that was one of my better games too, actually, this season. Or well, one of one of the Cairns games was, but yeah, no, that was yeah, it was cool. I'll t- I'll take block of you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you take it. No, I'll put it out there. I'll uh, I'll try and get as many views on that one as as possible. Yeah. Because you said uh, Cairns, um, Deng that was there at Cairns. He was at Adelaide before. You were his um, not replacement, but Joey said that he lost the guy, and you. Pick up you as an Aussie. Um, yeah, probably want to. That was probably one of your games that you wanted to get back in. Them, so it was good. It was good for yeah. Joey as well. Probably helped yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, even though we took an L, but yeah. <laughs> I don't worry about the L. <laughs> you get it. You get it next to you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You got a new coach. So that, you got a new coach now, Connor Henry. Oh. So has he reached out to you? Said anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been speaking to him a bit over the last, um, well, since he got the job, um, a few couple phone calls and some exchange some messages and stuff. Um, seems like a really, really good dude, um, real genuine guy, and um, that aligns with everything I've heard about him from other people. So yeah, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, refre- it'll be, you know, refreshing. I know, especially for some of the other guys that have, you know, had had you know one coach with with the thirty sixes for having. I think Tease has been with Joey for ten years or whatever. So um, they obviously had a relationship, but at the same time, I'm sure um, it'll be a fresh, you know, fresh change for some guys. And yeah, I mean, it'll it'll yeah. Anytime you bring a new a new you know sort of head of the dog into the group, and it's yeah, people get excited and. You know, it's a fresh start kind of thing. So, but if you 15, 16 minutes, you're getting up to 30 now. That's the plan. New guy, you're getting in. 
that's the plan. Impress, impress at uh, camp. Get up to 30 yeah. minutes a game. That'd be good. That's what I'm looking forward to. Me too. <laughs> this is what I thought too. If, if you had a choice to have dinner with anyone alive or deceased, who would it be and why? I like that question. Um, you also put me on the spot though. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Kobe. Kobe. Okay. Why is that? Yeah. Um just the mentality i would like i just yeah it's it's just so intriguing i mean it sounds generic but at at the same time like someone with a mentality like that and that sort of work ethic is like that only comes around you know what i mean like you don't you don't run into that every day that's for sure like guys that guys that work that hard and it's not even necessarily to do with basketball just in life i think to somebody that driven and like that ambitious is yeah it's super intriguing so i'd love to pick his brain about that yeah um i guess what would uh, if you had one question what, what would you ask kobe um i would like to know uh i'd like to know what what he would do if it wasn't basketball and and um and how he would pursue it in the same, like how would he apply that mentality to that? Cool. Yeah. That's all I had, Lloyd. Did you have any, any anything more, Lloyd? Uh, no, just as I said, you know, Obes, uh goes back a long way, you and, you and I, with uh, Paulie Millett. So, yeah. Uh, in your thing for us. And, just get... and shout out, shout outs to Vernell Price. Yeah, uh, big Vernell. Uh, yeah, big right. Yeah, we're gonna try. We're gonna try something. Try and get that nephew of his on as well. Yeah, maybe we get that. Maybe we get that rolling. For sure. So that, that, that's well, one thing. Um, but yeah, like I just said, um, probably one of the professional guys that I got to coach, even as an assistant or a head coach. You're probably one of the better guys that put in the work every day, um, and there was yeah. always going to be something for you that you were always going to go far. So, yeah, it's, uh, Appreciate it's a little it, bit of pride there for you, man. Appreciate it, bro. Just work. Every, That's every, all it is. Big work. And uh, here's a comment yeah. shirt. Just a bit of comment stuff for you. You should have gave me a yeah. comment shirt to rock for the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I want my, my Adelaide hat. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got you, bro. I got rolling on that one. I'm going to roll with it. Right. <laughs> hey, Chong, you got something? Uh, any, any more for Obes? That's, that's it for Obes. Um, yeah, I just feel it as a privilege to be, I guess, uh, in this podcast with Obes and yourself. Like, I can feel the, I can feel the, the, the friendship and the love, man. So, yeah. It was, no, thanks it was for having us. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, Obes, man. All right. I appreciate it, bro. Thanks so much, eh? All right.